0: Hello and welcome to Red Corner, episode 18, where we have me, Max, Will, Leroy and Manchester City fan, Ben. So, last night we saw Liverpool lose to Manchester City at the Etihad, 3-1. Liverpool now stand, I think, ninth in the Premier League, that's two games in, really relevant at the moment. three points. By the way, can I just say, all the fans who think we played absolute shit... just yeah, We
1: did in the second
2: half. <laughs> Yeah, we did after dash, Aguero
0: but... scored his third And that's when Johnson went off So we had to play with 10 men
3: what? I thought
1: we were better without Johnson To be honest Which is really <laughs> bad I Like you know. joke like Oh I'd rather play with 10 men We actually this At least Johnson best, stood though. at right back And didn't move
3: Yeah but then you have to realise that We had to start Gail Clichy for a whole season
2: I, didn't good, I remember
1: it was bold He's...
3: I would rather, I'd rather play of every game than Galak Yeah, I...
2: But I you have a choice. We are done. Well... Yeah, that is true. That's
3: your own fault. You've got a £200 billion war chest. <laughs> buy someone.
1: <laughs> we have Mankio. I assume Johnson was started over Mankio because of experience, but I don't really buy into that because I know everyone's going to remember it for the mistake, but I thought Moreno had a really, really good debut. Like, some really that, popular. That's
3: not what done. fans in my end thought at all. They weren't impressed.
1: They weren't yeah, but impressed. I, I, I don't really trust match going for... Because if you think about how much um, hysteria sweeps Twitter and people who are watching at home who actually get to see the whole game, imagine the hysteria and overreaction of fans who are actually sitting in the stands surrounded by fellow overreacting supporters.
3: What I think if they suggesting? watch that... I I saw each goal with a cup with a sip of my tea, and that's it. I didn't cheer once. (laughs) I think if you,
1: Jesus Christ! (laughs) I think if you watch the performance back, that was the best left back performance we've had for quite a while. In just terms of providing width, he got a cup. I I can't remember the last time I saw a left back complete a cross for us, and he completed two, I think. (laughs) Or he certainly put two really good balls into the area. To be fair, the
0: last one I remember a really good ball from a left-back was probably that goal from Suarez, Newcastle.
1: Yeah. That's probably the yeah. last
0: time I remember
1: an extremely Between good ball. Fucking years ago, so I'm very happy with Moreno. I'm not sure about Manquillo. I think he had a really solid debut. I thought a lot of people slated him unnecessarily. Um, but I would have started him at City tonight because I think he's the best right natural right-back we have. I'm just not convinced that he's capable of going a whole season
0: without burnout. I'll rather start Flanagan to be honest rather than Johnson. Because he's just more solid defensively.
3: Wasn't he injured?
0: Is he? Yeah he he's is injured, injured right now.
2: Oh. Yep. He carried the ball really well from the left flank. He took on his defenders I think twice or three times yesterday. Yeah. Completed a few crosses. Positionally defensively not really that good. Still adjusting to the Premier League. But yeah, I thought he was really solid overall.
1: We were we were playing a weird style of I I thought it for the first half an hour it worked really well. We were playing defensively a four one four one, but our back four was squeezing really tight and the midfield four, so it was almost a back six. And I I I'm not sure if this is a tactic we're going to adopt permanently or just because we were playing away to Manchester City. But if we're I hope we keep defending with the four one four one because spatially I thought it allowed us um to both compact. Well, but also pressed the ball as soon as the ball came anywhere near a dangerous area which I was impressed with until well I think there were three players at fault for the um, first City goal not just Moreno I thought yeah. it was two only I would say just it was Lovren and uh, Moreno
3: yeah but it I was a good finish
0: in... oh, oh sorry, yeah no on. doubt it was a good finish but it was sloppy
1: defending yeah it was uh, I think Least least amount of blame goes to Gerard, although he was still at blame because he he just kind of wandered aimlessly around in the box. You've got to you've got to pick someone up next. Lovren, um, and I, I know he got a lot of where well, he got absolutely roasted by Carragher and the like. I wasn't, I'm not too disheartened because I think, as I'll explain later, there's a reason why he's struggling. But his header was disgustingly bad. He just headed it. Sideways a couple of yards. I
3: thought I and, thought it. Def- and... I w- I thought it deflected back off Jekyll or someone like that. Not on no, pur- it was just a bad not header, not on purpose because it's Jekyll. He doesn't do things like that on purpose. Oh, was it Lovren? <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, it was just a really bad header, and then Moreno miskicked it, which under pressure.
3: Well, he thought. You know, well, I think he just reacted too slowly, and then by the time he got yeah. there, it gone.
0: Lovren's um, header. People, people were saying on Twitter, you know. There was an issue regarding the amount of power. I think it was more towards the direction, to be honest. Yeah, it was. It, it was it's really way, hard. To either head that, either power head that from out. That kind of either
1: head that out past your own post. Because the ball was moving
0: very quickly. As a so it's hard to head it out. So, how do you say
1: far? It was just the direction which was poor. The alternative is he could have um, very risky, but I have. You know, if you're good enough, you can execute it of flicking it back towards your goalkeeper. But that is the most risky option. I think just putting just any, it forward any, was the best anything but,
3: anything but heading it sideways. I think, right, that's I the think, same think as what? What? I think Colov yeah. once managed to head it back to the keeper in the 94th minute of an FA Cup semi-final. It doesn't get much more risky than that. If you're working as a confident,
1: cohesive unit, you can do stuff like that, but we're not at the moment. And I think the problem Lovren is experiencing is... I mean, people are talking about the lack of midfield protection and that is an issue because... Southampton have a really strong midfield. But it's what I talked about. I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast. I certainly talked about it on Twitter. Is Skirtle is a reactive defender. That is all he can do. So whoever he's playing with, he's going to be dragging further and further back down the pitch. Now, when he was playing with Agger under Kenny Dogleash, that was fine because Aga's actually quite happy sitting on his own box, not operating in much space, happy to make those last-ditch clearances. When he was working with um, Sacco, it didn't work because that's not what Sacco's used to. Sacco's used to a higher line. Lovrin is also used to a higher line, particularly under po- Pochettino. So he was really, sh- really struggling last night with constantly being dragged back into his own box and being forced to make these last-minute clearances. That's why Skirtle's best performances, if you remember, were always in big games. You know, Old Trafford and stuff. That's where he thrives, because in those sort of games, you can get away as a defender with sitting back on the edge of your own area and just making these Hollywood, you know, last ditch tackles and clearances. That's the only thing he can do, which isn't what you want in a top class defense. You want them to be proactive. You want them to be pushing up. So whilst Lovren is predominantly a left centre back, he's a left centre back who is proactive, like Sacco. And I think Lovren would be more comfortable being proactive at right centre back alongside Sacco. Than being reactive at left centre back alongside Skirtle.
3: I think Loven will turn out to be good. Be a good signing. I mean, two games. Southampton's not easy even at home and away at City, it's not. Well, it's definitely not easy. Judging him on two. How many games? Is it, was that his first game or did he play against Southampton at all?
1: He played against Southampton. Then he played in a friendly uh, at Dortmund, um at Anfield against Borussia Dortmund, where he was wonderful.
3: Judging him on two competitive games and ignoring the friendly. But uh, it's it's just, you need to give him more of a chance to impress him and it takes time to adapt when you move to a new team. So pe- pe- people are already slating him, it will be fine.
0: Um, Will talked about, you know, Sacco, uh, what's it, Lovren combination. It's not that easy. I mean, what, Lovren is a right I think no. right foot,
2: left centre-back. Yeah,
0: sorry, yeah. yeah left centre-back. It's not easy for him just suddenly changing um, to a right centre-back. I mean, I remember Hansen was answering a but... few questions. I'll I'll quickly read them out now. So, question. In your opinion, how hard is it for a left centre-back to switch to, to play right centre-back? And he said, extremely difficult. I did it in 1989 and it is totally unknown territory. And Sacco and Lovren, or Skirtle and Lovren... Then he answers Skirtle and Lovren. one plays right, one plays left, which is
1: always a better combination. So But it's also a big change to be going from a team where you're you've got two destroyer midfielders sat in front and you've got a nice proactive line to going to a team where you have one creative player sat in front of you, which is what Gerard is, he's a distributor, not a defensive midfielder. Well I don't think Gerard um,
0: should be starting anyway. Like our best Starting lineup isn't with there,
1: there is literally no point discussing that because he isn't going to be dropped. That's like <laughs> Gerard. Yep. I, I like Rogers a lot, like a lot, a lot. But one <laughs> thing he isn't brave enough to do is drop Gerard because I think I think actually Gerard gets unfairly criticised at times because I don't think there are many better in the league for the. I know he's going to be remembered for a slip last season, but his distribution for yeah. You know, Certainly, the second half of the season where he wasn't playing alongside Lucas was top notch. It's very difficult to be operating in that kind of space in this league, and you know he was coming out with these high pass completion. He's got a nice range of passing, and he, yeah, his defensive work isn't isn't great, and his positioning is pretty dire. But as a creator, a register, he did a good job. So I think going back to Lovren, I think. Yeah, moving to right centre-back is hard, but so is moving from a team where you're nice and proactive and sat high at the pitch to a reactive skirtle defence where you're camped for most of the game on your own penalty.
3: Yeah, but the point is, and-
0: I wouldn't want um, suddenly Lovren to change his position uh, in an apparently unknown territory in like in a season right now we which has already started.
1: He has played right centre-back before yeah he, a played, one, it he good. played it he a first, couple
0: of times for Leon, and apparently he, he did played awful. it a couple
1: of times for Southampton. um he did okay at right center back against Arsenal. you just like Skirtle, which oh, is no, no, I no. don't.
0: I, I think Sacco potentially wise is our best defender ability wise Sacco is, was our best Sacco is our best defender now. I would say Lovren, ability wise is our best defender.
2: I will go with a comfortable right center back and a comfortable left center back. I would then switch Lauren to the right. At the moment, the best back two would be Sako and Skirtle. Lauren, he can come in for Skirtle, for Sako, but I think Sako is still a lot better. I wouldn't risk Lauren at right center back at all. So.
0: But I think Skirtle plays better. I think when Lauren is
1: there, Lauren seems and very you, vocal. And you have the ev- you have the evidence of that on two games. Well, i have conceded the... two games where we've conceded four goals.
0: What, and you're saying all of them skirtles four?
1: No, but yeah, I think we have to be holding the defence accountable as a whole. And considering we've managed to upgrade our fullbacks, you know, we've had one good fullback in each game and one Glenn Johnson.
3: <laughs> yeah. What? Sentence. Do you see that clip in last night where he tried to just take it past Clichy into the box? Clichy, just... just straight into
1: him. I just yeah. don't understand.
0: No, I'm sorry, the amount of times Johnson lost lost the ball when going forward was actually unbelievable. I mean, I remember once there was like five City players and he just ran into them. Like, why would you do that?
1: I He's, he's just out of
0: it. I just like, don't I'd...
3: understand what May, goes on in his brain. He had a couple of cans of Red Bull before the game and just thought... Right, like, I can do it. <laughs> but a bit ahead of himself.
1: Johnson was actually at Reading, just popping MCAT all weekend. Was he actually? Just
3: <laughs> be-
1: believes that he's amazing. Like, he just watches. He just watches. You know those like dirty soccer vines, where it's like Ronaldinho and Messi just like ghosting through a team. Johnson watches that, like whilst really high, and just thinks, "I can do that."
3: In your next match, Spurs, I think. He, he he will try and take it around all 11 players. He'll try and do all 48 passes on his own.
1: That's that's the final stage of Johnson. Yeah. He'll try and, like, he'll, he'll do it. He'll try and a Loris.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and it'll end up in his own goal.
1: Yeah. It'll be the most spectacular own goal of all time.
3: <laughs> i tell you what, Sterling looked good last night. He's just oh, Unbelievable.
1: Too. Sterling's our most consistent performer. He's like, our, he's he's going to be our best player this season.
3: Up against up up on that what? Not Balotelli.
1: No, Sterling's I'm looking Sterling forward better. to Balotelli. There's going to be fireworks,
3: up
0: literally against... and footballing. Sterling is constantly consistent. I'm afraid that Balotelli might at the start anyway.
3: I be I think consistent. I think if you make if you threatening him with losing two million. If he misbehaves, I think if that's the situation that's happening, I think you're in trouble. I mean, if if you get it if you get it right, it'll be a great signing, but it's an if. It's quite to a bit. I, well,
0: I mean, he's definitely matured a lot. I mean, I've seen Milan play a few times. The the problem with him is that he's lazy. I mean, you you see him in Milan games, and sometimes he's just walking around, not doing anything, and he's just waiting for someone just to pass him. The ball, he he's not expected to run for it or something.
1: I think what ev- everyone who's worked with Balotelli has said at some point, you know, at some point he's going to find a club where he fits in and where it works out for him. He's twenty four now, you know, he's not going to have many other top level clubs to play at after us if he does indeed move on. I think at some point something's got to click, and he's going to at least partially fulfill his potential, which is easily worth sixty million. If he fulf- fulfills his potential, absolutely. We may have got the steal of the decade. You know, there's no doubt this is a player who, should he get his mind in the right place, can be one of the better, the best strikers in the world. I mean, let's uh, say I we. think this could be the club for him.
0: I mean, let's say we sell Burini for 14 million. That's a two million net. <laughs> That's just amazing. And I'm sorry, we have to give Aya so much credit for this summer. I hate how he's been the scapegoat for. So I hear many he times. isn't in charge of transfers. He's been fantastic. I no. hear he does, like, everyone,
3: the, everyone gives some of the
0: negotiation. Yeah, but I mean, negotiation wise, he's been brilliant.
3: Well, everyone gives, gives Chief Exec so much stick. I'd love to see some of the people on Twitter try and do it.
1: Asaidi. I'm pretty sure Asaidi. I don't know where he is at the moment. Like, Well, he's injured at the moment, isn't
3: he? He's got something he's wrong hit. with his knee. Apparently he t- turned down and moved to Stoke.
0: I, I oh, doubt I got- he would turn it down. I think the problem is the price, what we're asking for.
3: Oh, apparently he turned it down. I mean, he's not going to, at this stage of his career, I don't think he's going to get a much bigger club than Stoke. Because I don't, I'm not sure he's Liverpool level. I
1: remember when he, I remember when he was boss in the Europa League for one game. He didn't even do anything. He just ran down the wing and started doing <laughs> some five star skills. And all, everyone on Twitter was like, "Assaied okay. is the next coming of Jesus." <laughs> Rogers, why won't you play Assaied? Why do you persist and why are you buying Daniel Sturridge? He's so arrogant and lazy. We have Assaied. He has five star skills on FIFA. He's really
3: arrogant. He wanted seventy five grand after ten games. Would 10, you pay
1: would you pay him 75 grand now?
3: No, I wouldn't. We're, we're being too financial fair play for any of that. He he would have to cope with a Mars bar and ten pounds a week. <laughs> That's we were
1: paying him, to be fair. That when
0: everyone fat- was fat- asking no. for Asaidi to start. People were going mental when he wasn't even starting. I gotta admit, I was one of those people Like you know, he should be starting at least a couple of games. He has five star
1: skills on FIFA!
0: Wait, does he actually? He did. I haven't played FIFA in years. Fair enough. Uh, Do you want to move on? We probably should. Yeah. Um. Quick round up: two sentence round. No, two word round up from the city game.
3: Fucking brilliant.
2: Leroy. Defensively poor. Will. Glenn
1: Bowler Nonson <laughs>
2: <laughs> Like what? Like, no Defensive no. bullshit Glenn Glenn Bola, That's all like I'm going to say Glenn
1: and Ebola And then Nonson Like Johnson and Nons
2: Yeah, yeah we got If it. it
3: gets to a stage Where you're having to explain,
2: to explain it, it, it Yes
3: It probably wasn't that funny
2: Funny to begin with Yep
0: Funny Okay Ben Ben This is the rule when Will tries to say something funny, we sometimes laugh to make him just you know a little bit happier.
3: What? Well, what? Well, oh, and then oh, and then when we're talking later, we discuss how it wasn't funny.
0: But yeah, funny, funny. Okay, um, we shall now move on to the Tottenham game. Just like a three-minute, um, thingy,
1: three-minute talk. Um. Everyone's massively underestimating Tottenham. Like, massively. Are they? Like any, Anyone who thinks United will finish above Tottenham, is delu- are, they don't understand. Like, United have the sixth best squad in the league. Di um, D Maria or no Di Maria. Tottenham have such a strong um, team when you actually, when you break it down. Apart from maybe um, their po- fullback area as well. Pochettino's a very underrated manager. Yep. And people
3: still and, think... Can't speak English.
1: And when you watched the Spurs game just gone I know it was QPR and everyone's going to go oh it was just QPR so it doesn't mean anything not about the goals, about the performance, how it, he's he, he did the same at Southampton, he came in halfway through the season and got these really good results because he, he has a thing for just instilling his ideas like that um, something that Tim Sherwood never did, which is probably quite fortunate because I don't think anyone needs to hear Tim Sherwood's ideas but, um, yeah, this Tottenham team has already switched on to how Pochettino wants them to play. And they're going to be very, very difficult.
3: I'm usually not that bothered about going there, going to White Hart Lane, because we usually win. Well, nowadays. But uh, this year, I'm a bit worried. They're looking good.
0: Lomel is going to have I mean... a breakout season.
1: He's such a well, good player. He, he he's always been good. I just don't understand like how it, 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 it Tottenham managed to misuse him that much last year.
3: They were ju- he just had injury problems. He looked, when he played against us in that six nil loss. He d- he was one of the bright sparks for Spurs. He's a good player, and people who are denying it it's purely out of dislike for Spurs or him.
0: How do you think Markovic was? Because I thought it was brilliant. The first four minutes of time, he, he created. I'm really excited for him. Chances.
1: I just don't think we. I don't. Yeah, but I don't think we saw him enough to be that excited. I. I. No, I really like Markovic, but you know he was like he had like under fifteen touches of the ball. But the thing is, whenever he had a touch of the ball,
0: something was always. Oh, exciting. absolutely!
1: You know this. This is a very, very exciting player. Um, but I think and also I love his attitude I like, I love the fact that he, they asked him like, is are you nervous and he's like no I know what I have to do I know I can be one of the best players in the league I know a few uh fans
0: who who watched them so, I mean man, many of them think he can be a starter for us but with Ballatellian yeah not with I, I, I
3: thought he looked good he he was provided a bit of something different and it he, he, out on that side, and it looked more dangerous. He looked good when he came on, and you threatened more down the down the left hand side.
1: The Coutinho hate annoys me because this I, is
3: a I player who's back. like he's a good lot. player, but
1: I, he, he did have a poor game. Yeah, but he's playing left wing. It's like if you put if you put Henderson left wing, if you put Allen left wing, they're not going to. This man has proven that the eight role is what he needs. You know last season pre-season he's shown that when he's put there he can be one of the best creative players in the league
3: a lot of a and lot, lot of play other, him left wing a lot of other fans of big teams they don't seem to rate Coutinho. not like they do I, 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 actually i'm not going to finish that sentence because i don't agree with that either but they they don't really seem to rate
1: him as no much. one rates our. no one rates our players like there's a like Liverpool, Liverpool fans can admit that Jan Uzziah is a very talented player, and then United fans are like, oh, Raheem Sterling, another short right, Sean Wright Phillips. He'll never make it."
3: <laughs> Sean Wright Phillips. I think questions. I think Raheem Sterling. Yeah, I think he's probably going to exceed Sean Wright Phillips just about. I don't know. Just quick point on
1: United. I know like, everyone's getting excited because they're you know, massively overpaying for a good player, but um, where does where does
3: I think you are going to get a hot you... lot of hate for that sentence?
1: Where does Di Maria fit in? Is Van Gogh going to ditch his genius, beautifully crafted, self-invented 3-5-2?
3: What, the, the, or... the beautifully self-invented sport he calls football? Yeah, I, exactly. mean, I, I think that, that, the three system, it doesn't, I don't think it works that well. 3-5-2 I
1: mean, is just not, no, no, the three at the back can work, but 3-5-2 is an awfully limited, it just manages the space so poorly, it's such a limited formation, it is counter-attacking. You know, look at a 3-4-3 three, three with the diamond midfield. That yeah. works.
3: You know, if, that you, if you're going to put 5 in football. midfield, I'd rather play 4-5-1. That packs the midfield and it doesn't leave you open in defence. I don't think it's helped that they've not had their... Well, they've not had the best defenders so far.
1: Oh, United's squad is dire. You know, they've what they've now done, now they've bought Di Maria, is they have six players worthy of starting... In you know a top six team, and then no Wait, one a top four. What, Let's say top what, four.
3: What was They've their central, de- what was their central defence once? Johnny Evans went off. It was like Michael Jones, Tyler, Tyler, Tyler Blackett, and Phil Jones. Yeah. I mean that's not a top four defence. That's not a top half defence. Phil, jo-
1: Phil Jones and De Gea are the only two defenders they have who are capable of playing. For a top four club,
3: well, I'd I'd argue that Luke Shaw and Mark and Rolo once he gets a work permit, they I'm counting I'm,
1: count, I'm counting them as defenders because they are play. Let's assume they're going to stick with the three five two. So that gives them a midfield when everyone's fully fit of Shaw, Pereira, Cleverly, Fletcher Dieria. Oh, Fletcher. Mm. Okay, let's say Fletcher. And Di Maria at right wing-back. Spurs predictions. To win. Spurs nil. Liverpool 12. Hashtag GGMU. (laughs) I'm I'm going for a 4-0 win.
0: Flanagan to get a hat-trick off the bench. Sounds plausible.
3: I I, I think Spurs 36. Liverpool 1,112. Edged it. Hell yeah. I think that it'll be a tight game, but that's how it will finish.
1: I hope Storage scores some of them for the fantasy points.
3: I don't like it when people base all their ambitions about football based on their fantasy oh, team. Fantasy.
1: I, saw, I saw a saw Liverpool like fan it. last night tweet Jovetic. At least I got some fantasy points, oh. and then like a page of just death threats from everyone, not just Liverpool fans. Like no one likes that guy.
0: To be honest,
1: I, I, losing takes comfort in his fantasy points. I hate that so much. It's like, oh sweet,
0: I got some fantasy points. Who gives a shit who I support? No,
3: go away. Like, wait, when United fans get happy that Yaya scored against them, I'd never, I'm never gonna celebrate a goal against my own team because I got fantasy points for it. Look, I
1: got. Seven. I'm actually really actually annoyed because I took I took Nasri out on my fantasy team.
3: Oh dear! I put you should... storage as captain for heaven's sake. What was I thinking? You put storage as you were being very ambitious, weren't no, you? No,
1: no, no, I just gave up. Storage... storage is my captain as well. I just couldn't be
0: bothered. To exactly. <laughs> Mario Balotelli. Um, he left Manchester City
1: to go to Milan. Did
2: fairly Sounds well. The like shittiest
1: chant ever.
3: What? I
1: thought I thought that was like a really shit Balotelli chant. Mario <laughs> Balotelli. He left Man City, then he went to <laughs> Milan. Oi, oi!
3: That's what that's what all the ultras are singing. 16 million
1: football. to Liverpool City to be part of Brendan oh. Rodgers' plan and the Reds.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Um. Anyway, right. yeah. So he left Man City, joined us, hit paper right. 16 million, absolute bargain. Barini goes for fourteen million. Pretty good. But he- Two million net. We're not selling him. And I think Balotelli is a fantastic signing, and yeah. I think Rodgers is a perfect manager to make him world class.
3: Yeah, he's not even the first man. He's not even the, f- the first manager f- for people to think that. Everyone thought Mancini was perfect for him, including me. I think if Mancini had, had hadn't fucked up that last season, he was a he'd have stayed. We wouldn't have got Pellegrini. I'd imagine we wouldn't have k- sold Balotelli when we did, and I think I-, I think he'd be still here, and I think he'd be a lot. He'd be maturing different... under. There's I'm different... sorry. I'm,
1: I'm sorry. Mancini, Mancini from... and the... Rogers is completely different. Yeah, there are different ways of going about man management. You know, Maureen yes, but we did it because the... they
3: spelt the same language, and basically, it was because he'd given him his first chance. I never really understood it, and. Mancini, Mancini is a really to
1: aggressive man manager. Like he's very much like you know how there's this story about Van Gogh showing his balls. That's his style of slightly homoerotic man management. Mourinho operates under this siege mentality. It is us against the world. Um, Mancini is on a very aggressive kind of. Uh, that
2: you know, ass awesome like just
1: sits very, you.
3: very hat in hand That's- trying to get sympathy.
1: Yeah, Arsene Wenger, if you were if you were rude to him as a player, he'd have to call up the board to find out what to do. Like he has no idea. (laughs) Um, Whereas Rogers is Rogers is a very um, he's not aggressive. He's very um, he knows what to do. Yeah, he bases it around each individual player what they need. You know, I think he suits Balotelli's style because he's not aggressive. You know, if Balotelli talks back to Rogers on the training ground, Rogers will probably reprimand him. Like he did Raheem Sterling in being Liverpool fantastic times, um, but Steady. he wouldn't. I'd, I'd,
3: Im, I'd imagine that Mancini would have just threatened to punch him like he did with Nasri. But,
1: well, no, because Mancini grabbed Balotelli in training, didn't he? Because Balotelli was being a little shit,
3: <laughs>
1: and they got in a fight, like a physical fight. While Rodgers would do something
3: like. It wasn't really a physical fight. I talked to people Grapple. who were there and they saw it, like people who worked at the. Tra- I'm I'm sounding quite in the know here. I went on a tour of the training ground and people who worked there were were there that day. I mean, I don't know them, but it was only a few seconds. It wasn't like a full on fight. It was over in a matter of seconds, and then they'd like mates again afterwards. Question:
1: Question: Would anyone try to fight Brandon Rogers right now? Have you seen how trim he's got? Liverpool has changed that man's life. He's gone from being this kind of, you know, thinking, poorly fitting suit guy with this kind of, I'm sure she's got a lovely personality kind of wife. Now he's dating the former club travel rep, this tall, blonde, leggy woman, and he's trim, he's always in his training gear, goes out running every day. You know, the man is a G. Wait, so did he get divorced in the end? Because I
0: don't even know what happened. Apparently he cheated on her.
1: I think they're currently in the process of getting divorced. Sacco's now living in his old marital home, not with Roger's wife, although that would be an explanation that <laughs> he's dropped.
3: How d- do you know? Like,
0: oh, is go. a bit of, To be fair, afraid. it wouldn't surprise me if Sacco's being dropped that much.
1: No, um... <laughs> They Rogers they sold that house. Um his wife's moving living somewhere else. I don't know where I'm if I did I wasn't gonna be creepy and say it. Um but yeah, Sacco's living there now. Rogers is got his little penthouse suite, and then he's in a very intimate friendship with the former club travel rep. Nice I will bow. Well,
3: well that's made my day.
1: So
2: basically you you're
1: listening
0: to this podcast to find out the latest goth on Brendan Rogers. Rogers it's thank nice you very much. No. Right.
3: Cheat right, because, of... because we're all educated and know everything about football, I'm going to pose a question. What do you three, as Everton fans, think about Manuel Pellegrini?
2: <laughs> Sorry.
0: Mate, you, Will, 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 your laugh is so weird, but <laughs> so funny. It's brilliant. I love it. Gym it's power. like a duck choking on some piece of bread.
3: <laughs>
0: See? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um...
3: Is this what you think about Pellegrini?
1: Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I, I like Pellegrini a lot. Although he's I've, he's got a different tack this year. I think Mourinho got to him a little bit last year with Mourinho. You know, you know how Mourinho was like really petty last year. Like he used to be funny in interviews, and last year he was just miserable and childish. That's kind of rubbed off on Pellegrini. Last season he was so nice in interviews; he was a gentleman. This season, like every single question asked to him, he's just, like firing petty shots at Rodgers. And Mourinho. Like, I don't get it.
0: Better tell you, how many goals will he score this season? This is a question from one of
1: our people.
3: Six.
1: I'm going for 12. 15 15 Premier League goals, 5 in other competitions. 12
0: goals, 3 in other competitions, 8 assists in the league.
3: How good Aguero?
0: And a passing accuracy of (laughs) 87.4.
3: Thank (laughs) you. That's
1: very optimistic. Aguero's is good. I, I like Agüero is the best striker in the league. I like
3: him a lot. I like him a lot too. Shame he's got the,
1: them injury problems.
3: It's a nice thing that even when Di Maria signs, he'll still be the best Argentine in Manchester. Well, second best after Demichaelis. Like people slate Demichaelis. like I, don't I think I, th- that, I, I think he he was very good in the last sort of three months. He's
1: last always week. good. He's always good against us. Like last night, he was very solid. Was he? more so than any of more so than any of us
3: every NFL. time he went up against sterling he got the ball taken past him
1: yeah but like
3: he that's he really something to maliciously like, okay. take him down just so he didn't score
1: yeah but like we didn't we scored one goal and you scored three so
3: what do you what do you think about your transfer business this summer fucking brilliant i really? hate when
1: people say oh, look liverpool are like spurs no no we're not I think we, we we have two more players we need to sign.
3: A goalkeeper.
1: Yeah. A goalkeeper.
3: What's wrong with Kinele? No, no, I, I like really goalkeeper. Like, we can't you know, have Brad
1: I'm, Jones. We have Brad Jones as our backup. But yeah, the other player we need is we need... You know, Henderson, I'm sure, is boss. And he's got lovely hair, hasn't he? He's got really lovely hair and he's boss. But
3: Did you just compliment was, his hair?
1: Yeah, it's a joke because LFC Twitter love um, Hendo, He's boss, and he's got nice hair. But he was so shy last night. He was, like, that was one of the worst performances I've seen from an LFC midfielder since the days of Paulson.
0: He could have scored two, to be honest. He was really scared of shooting for some reason.
1: I don't know why. Like, he went, it was a wonderful ball from Sterling. He went through on goal. All it needed was him to prod it either with the outside of his right foot or just flick it with his left
0: foot. And then he went to the left.
1: And he ran left.
0: And, and another chance when Gerard put in a lovely free kick. So clever. And,
1: yeah, and he, he didn't
0: shoot. I was really confused when he didn't.
1: But yeah, I think what it demonstrated, what we need is a player who can replicate the pressing output and the energy of Henderson. Because you need someone like that in a midfield with Gerard. Someone with the technical skills of, you know, Joe Allen, who can, you know, really neat and tidy on the ball. But someone with creativity. Now, assuming Coutinho is going to play the eight and Gerrard is stuck in the reduced role because he's not going to get dropped. I can't think of many players who fit that role better than Kovacic. Obviously, we could be looking at, you know, Modric, Pogba, but I'm pretty sure none of them want to play alongside, you know, Martin Skirtle. So Mateo Kovacic would be my pick for that player who finishes the puzzle, because I think that's what we struggled with last, last night, was creating centrally. I think it was telling that our only goal came from across because all we did all night was cross from the wide areas. And I know that was because we weren't playing with much um width up front, so we were playing very narrow and our fullbacks were being forced to just cross and cross and cross. But that isn't what suits us because we have Sturridge up front who is not the most adept in the air, you know, he's better when the ball's coming into his feet. Yeah, Mateo Kovacic would help us create centrally. Let's go on to questions.
0: What is the current wind speed in Liverpool? <laughs> I really I should just, <laughs> that. I just,
3: I just sat and read through those questions.
0: I was so, oh, I, I was God, meaning so to do weird. that as a joke. Benita well, has signed for Bayern, so can we just quickly all laugh at United, because okay. they thought they were going to sign him.
1: Yeah, I had some United fans in my mentions telling me that because Jim White said it was true, it must be. So are they we going to laugh on And I pointed out it was a ploy to make money from Skybet, but never mind. <laughs>
0: there you go. Um, will Balotelli play against Spurs? I'll be very yes. surprised if he didn't. Sorry. Um, who is killing Johnson? What? Pardon? Who is killing Johnson? Ebola. Bruce Willis. <laughs> 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 how jealous are you that we signed De Maria? Well, that, we didn't draw to Sunderland and we didn't lose to Swansea, so not that jealous.
1: And um, for sixty million? No,
2: sixty-five is not it. That
1: would be what? Yeah, the that it's like it's sixty million initially, but apparently like fifteen million more in mm. like future fees, which is craziness. That's crazy. What back four would you go as our main
0: first choice back four? That felt really weird when I said that. But I'll go Manquillo, Skirtle, Lovren, Moreno.
2: Same, but with Skirtle, uh, Sako over Lovren, definitely.
1: Moreno, Sako, Lovren, Henderson. Oh, so controversial. So
2: controversial. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right.
1: Roy, just with the... No.
2: Not, Not really, really, but all right.
0: All right. Um, Literally, there's like five questions here saying, why is Glenn Johnson still at Liverpool?
1: You,
3: you lot just no, don't him. like him. No. Because... Would you like him if he played for you?
1: Well, I
3: wouldn't mind him considering we've got Pablo Zabaleta as well.
0: Zabaleta better than Johnson. No, he, OK. OK.
3: He's quite no, a lot
0: better no, than no, no. Johnson. No,
1: no, no. no. Mate, you do not better really than Johnson. How would you feel? It. How would you feel if Johnson was keeping Zabaleta out of the team? How would you feel about Johnson, the manager, but if he's subs-
3: keep Zabaleta out of the team? He's probably got to be quite good.
1: No, like let's say that Zabaleta is current ability, Johnson has current ability, but Pellegrini, for some reason, thinks that because Johnson has more experience in the English Premier League, he's a better option, and starts him. How well, would you feel about? Johnson?
3: I'd probably be quite annoyed about that one. But you, yeah, don't, yeah, but you don't have the option to start.
2: Get out of here, thinking. Ben. Get out of here. Last question.
0: Uh, should Gerrard be benched? Let's say we take Rodgers out of the equation. Should Gerrard like, be benched?
3: He epitomises Liverpool. You can't bench him.
1: No, no, no but let's say Gerrard is just like a normal player. Should... Yeah, but he isn't. That's, that's such a pointless question. Let's 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 just take out what let's just go hypothetical and take out Rodgers from the equation do you bench liverpool talisman one of liverpool's best players ever stephen gerard
3: no i, I, because I don't I think, think you, do, you lose that aspect of leadership if you bench, mm-hmm. if you bench him or well, because you can't be captain from the bench
1: and even from a technical point of view his distribution is still world class I like Gerard yeah. a lot. I'd still have him in the team.
2: He's one of the best players we have on the ball.
3: Unless, unless it, you sign, so, unless you sign someone to replace him, who's exactly like, he's, he's no, clearly no. a big improvement.
2: Unless we sign a Jordi Clavijo, we are not going to bench Gerard. If,
3: if you if you can find someone to replace him who a P, who is good enough so that you don't think about the motivational aspect that you'd lose then you bench him. If you don't, you don't drop him. That didn't make, Did that make any sense?
1: It did make sense, and I think that's a very nice note to end on. So thank you for listening to episode 18 of The Red Corner. We hope you've enjoyed it. Um, thank you to the Man City fan who has joined us today. So thank we'll you from all of us. And
2: we'll
3: see you next week. Us, we'll you next week. Thank Woo. you. Bye.
2: All right. Bye-bye.